MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're live today, as always, from the oddtrader.com studio at Circle Resort Casino. Go to oddtrader.com, download the free oddtrader app right now, start winning with over the second info that you need. You can also compare sportsbook sign up bonuses, oddtrader.com. Well, well, well. Looky here. Thursdays with the Maestro. Back. Michael. Here on Follow the Money. Mike Palm with us. Good to see you, pal. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Battleboro, Vermont, our loyal family watching on Nesson. Kankakee, Illinois, Peekaboo, Marquee, we see you. Nipawa, Manitoba, everybody oh. watching. Rogersports.net in Canada. Point Breeze, Pennsylvania, AT&T in Pittsburgh, we say good morning and welcome back to this guy. The band's back together. Yeah, you got Let's it. Let's do man. it. Thank you. Thanks for all your support. May your second child be a masculine child. Thank you very much. Great to see you. Nice Look, program today. Looking good. Right. Looking sharp. I was yeah. driving in, listening to this program. What a solid well, program. See, that's Paul's, what Paul Stone was on. Sway a little bit, little bit irresponsible to advocate a forty-dollar bet on <laughs> Boston College to win the ACC, though, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> he likes them. <laughs> that's a bit much. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Saginaw's. <laughs> Uh, sandwich. Is that is, would that be more irresponsible than saying go bet Clemson minus seven fifteen? He, he makes a great point. They won't even be that in the championship. Yeah, game. right. Exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that's I like Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati. I mean, it's not really. It's not fair the, the straddle on these bets, but I, I think Cincinnati wins at Notre Dame. I think they go undefeated. I think they have a big margin margin of victory in these games. They dominate and look. You could. I made the argument. We had Roxy Bernstein on, uh-huh. and I and I said, you know, I, I wish they had relegation in sports. The Pac-12 should be relegated. Move the American Conference up into the Power Five. And he said, that's ridiculous. I said, yeah, right, because Cincinnati could never beat UCLA. I mean, what's the difference between the Pac-12 and the American and the AAC? I mean, I think they're similar conferences. I think there's, it's not as great as it's been in past years, but I think the Cincinnati team is really, yeah. really good. One, one publication has them ranked as the second-best secondary in the country. Uh, this is a real team. Yeah. Well, when you look at, at marquee wins the last couple of years, right. The other thing, I know people were saying, well, what happens with the Big 12 now? With Texas and Oklahoma, with, with the leftovers, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's people were saying. Well, now it's like uh, the AAC. Give me a break. If you take with, with the, what the Big Twelve becomes now, with what we've had with the big wins with the AAC, 
That's lousy what but, the Big 12 is going to have the leftovers. It's not Power 5. I don't think it exists now. I think everybody has to break it up. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll Stanford Steve's angle yesterday, and that number moved while we were on the air. He said Ritter's a good play for the Heisman. He said it like 38 to 1. I'm looking around when he's on the air saying this. I'm like, Steve, uh, he's 100 to 1, which, by the way, got cut in half immediately mm. as he was talking about it. But Ritter, if you can still find 100 to 1, I don't think you can find it anymore, uh, especially after saw, Steve gives it out. I saw mean, the markets are going to move quickly. Yeah. Uh, here's my question <laughs> for the college football season. Is the ACC good enough if Georgia beats Clemson in the opening game that Clemson can still get in the playoffs or just because yes. of the name? Yes, oh. they, they can still, with one I, loss, they can still get in because of the name. See, they have they have this equity that's built up now with Dabo, and they'll get the benefit yeah. of the doubt. They're allowed to lose. Yep. They're allowed to lose. Clemson, <laughs> Clemson Ohio State, and Alabama yeah, they can are get, allowed yeah. to lose. Yep. Well, who's going to yeah. beat Ohio State? Or nobody. Nobody in the Big Ten. Maybe, maybe no, I don't think so. Clemson think is so. to the ACC what Ohio State is to the Big Ten. There's It's such a gap now. I actually it's, would it's, argue that the gap is bigger, bigger in, the in the Big Ten. I agree with you. Yeah. It's not competitive at all. N- name me the team that's close to Ohio State. Can I guess the close. They're not, but the closest probably Wisconsin. And we'll Who see. Else? You know, what? I saw a couple people pick Iowa. I, 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 I don't. Me too. Me too. I'm a little surprised there. I like Iowa though in the opening week against Indiana. You can still get four and lay four and a half there at Kinnick. I think that's a good. Play. Are you I down? Think Indiana, Are you one of the guys down on Indiana this Indiana year? Got so lucky last year. They had a plus eight turnover ratio in eight games. The margin. I mean, I. I think they had a lot of luck last year. Still a bad call against Penn State. It was a horrible call. You can be, we call. can be realistic about this. It yeah. was a really bad horrible. call. Well, it's like Chris Earl said about Iowa State, though. It's the same thing with Indiana. Now there are huge expectations. That, that, that changes see, things. See, yeah. Absolutely, it does. No, it's not good for Wisconsin to have huge expectations. Either. Never, ever. They, they, they yeah. never perform. I bring it up right. to people. This, what does That's that have right. to do with 10 years ago? Well, because mm-hmm. I followed a team my entire yeah. life, and it happens every time they're mm-hmm. ranked preseason top five. They fall on their faces. Paul Stone talks about that. Paul yeah. Stone's one of the best college guys you're ever going to hear talk about it. He, he always brings up, now, this team as a favorite, probably not going to be in the same spot they were many years as a dog. It changes things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But Paul Stone doesn't like to quote trends, but that's, that's okay. He was on the show the other day with me for the nuts. We did a college football preview guide. A mall's out of town this week, so uh, it's a little different animal, but it was terrific. How about this Professor Aaron Moore, the guy from Ryder? Have you ever had him He's on very good. Show? Oh, my God. Had him on top of college over- basketball. So impressed with him, sports media professor. Welcome into the program today. This is Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. Thursdays with the Maestro. Mike Palm is in studio. We'll get to know hyperbole coming up uh, in about seven, eight minutes or so. Plus, you have a very strong opinion on what happened in the NHL we'll talk about. Uh, We'll get a contest update. Are you sweating a possible overlay already with one of the contests that you have? And what does Mike Palm do to rest and kind of recharge the batteries before football season? Mm. Always a key, right, Mike, for all of us, including sports betters? It, it actually is. Yeah. You, you got to clear. You got to get away for a little while. You got to reset. Yeah. Are you excited for the Field of Dreams game tonight? Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited because they held Lance Lynn back. I'm excited to watch Lance Lynn pitch. I mean, this, uh, we, I've been talking about Lance Lynn for two months, and yep. now he's in a spot. And now Rondon goes on, on the IL. I mean, he's in a spot now. He makes three or four good starts. He's got to win this award. Mm-hmm. And, and he's got a national spotlight game tonight to shine in. You like the movie? What, what was wrong with the movie? Why is everybody hating the movie? Other cheesy. than the right hand, cheesy. I think it's too cheesy. Right hand, left. They're all cheesy. They're all yeah. cheesy. I mean, every movie. I mean, the, the natural is, is it, it's a fantasy movie. It's yeah. not, it's not it a is. baseball yeah. movie. Yeah. Right. At the cover it's the Princess ball. Bride. I mean, it, it, yeah, okay. that's what it is. I mean, there's no baseball movie that if I come across it on TV, I stop to watch it again like I do Shawshank Redemption. You know what I mean? There's no baseball movie that's in that category. But I, but I don't know. There's It's just so controversial that they're having a Field of Dreams game. I don't know. What is this? A lot of support for Judge Landis? They, they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> where, where Judge Landis. The, I umpired on the field. It's 20 minutes from my hometown, right? We, we had Little League 14 and under championships there every year. It's, it's 25 on. miles from Dubuque? Yeah, Dyersville, straight, Dyer, okay. straight west on Route 80. Yeah. Route, Route 20, sorry. Okay. Dodge Street when it's, the, when it's coming through. But, yeah, in Dyersville, Iowa. So, I mean, it's instead, most of the scenes were filmed in Dubuque. Uh, for the thing, they painted it up, you know, like it was the you know turn of the century and all that, and and Main Street and that. So I mean, I think it was okay. It was, it, it wasn't, you know, a landmark movie, but I don't think there was anything wrong with it. Most people liked it. I mean, they, they don't have look, the. See, it's eighty-eight percent Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, the, the photos yeah. look absolutely. You know, yeah. okay. So I said well, earlier, the corns, right? I mean, you're looking at the yeah. corn, yeah. right? Uh-huh. It's like the movie wasn't for me. It wasn't my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But that's not a, today. I don't care. I mean. I'm super excited for this game tonight, and I said this earlier, Mike. 
even with two NFL games going on in the preseason, my attention is going to be focused more on this game than it will be for the two NFL games. Now, partially because I have more money on the baseball game tonight than the football games. But if I had no money on any of it, I'd be watching this because it's a special. I, I compared it to Lake Tahoe for those hockey games earlier this year. I thought it was great. Oh, yeah, except the, the field won't melt. Uh, we, won't, <laughs> we, 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 won't, we won't have that issue. Right. We'll, have, we'll have to wait to it. Chris Earl, who does a great job for KCRG and Cedar Rapids, makes a great point about the start time. You're going to have an hour and 40 minutes of, sh- of shadows. Uh-huh. Yeah. But for the outfielders, it's, right. it's the opposite way. It's not for the hitters. The sun's coming from behind them. They're, they're looking east. It's a great breakdown. Mm-hmm. So even with Lynn on the mound, and Haney's been oh. basically the number he's, one guy to the over oh. all year long. Yeah, he's a fade. Haney's a straight fade. You made it. You, I didn't know. I didn't watch the yeah. program yesterday, but my big play was Faden Weathers. Yeah, it was a good uh, I, I didn't know you. I didn't. I didn't know until I heard this morning you talk about it. I yeah. mean, he's a. How can they keep trotting him out there every five days? Can't do it. You cannot do it. And Alcantara, who but Donnie Baseball left the rot in the mountain Coors, I thought would come back <laughs> with a big effort, right? Just the way. Just the way. Just the way. Yeah. Grandpa Ross. Let the fake tough guy Jake Arrieta rot last oh, night in Chicago. Yeah, wow. nothing off the bat. Oof. That's right. I'm, Mitch asked earlier about you followed him for a long time. But there are so many bad teams, and, and on these long losing streaks, and then the road oh, records. Paul. Paul, when the Cubs were in first place in the in the Central, we said this team is a joke. That I, I wish there was a bet at that time they could finish fourth. The, 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 the lineup was garbage before they traded everybody. Now they don't even know who these guys are. I have a lot of friends in Chicago. I, I lived in that area for eight years who say, for the first time, this is becoming a White Sox town, that the Cubs fan base is so disgruntled uh, with what they did here this year. Get out of here. Yeah. I, I wouldn't believe it because, you know, I've been, I've been around those parts, but perhaps it could be. I mean, this is going to be a long, long rebuild. Yeah, this is Where's not, the young pitching? This is d- d- bingo. Detective well, Mills? Bingo. Come on. Yeah, this is not happening. <laughs> this is not going to be a turnaround next year. This is the, not coming in 2022. The Tigers will make the playoffs before the Cubs do. Yeah. And I hate to say that, but the Tigers will make See, the playoffs. Here's the thing about the Tigers. Like, they were, we, it wasn't that long ago. It was like 2019. 20, they were as, as bad as the Orioles, maybe worse. Mm-hmm. But look, now they have young guys on the team. Well, they they right? drafted the pitchers. Absolutely. They got a top flight manager, right? I yep. mean, they still got to gr- get rid of Cabrera in this contract. But, but this is a team on the rise. And think about that. I mean, it's, this team has played just 10 games below 500. And when you looked at that lineup at the start of the year, I thought I thought they could lose 100 games. Hideous, right? Mm-hmm, but absolutely. at least they have a path. There's hope here for sure. Mm-hmm. Look at the Orioles. And Buster only tweeted oh. about this yesterday. Again, 110 for, for, losses. forget about last year. It was, what, 115 a couple years ago? 110, 108, I think. Yes, yeah. yes. What they're on pace what, for. What, what's, the, what's the plan here? What's the plan in Arizona? I don't, I don't know what the plan in Arizona is either. And I they, think They gave Mad Bum 5 for 85. Yeah. Oh. I was at this game, so Saturday I was in San Diego. We'll get to that later, though. But I watched this game, Widener and Darvish. Darvish went seven. Now we get the rematch yeah. uh, in Phoenix today. Incredible. I can't believe the road records. I cannot believe we're sitting here in the middle of oh. April. Excuse me, the middle of August, and you got 13. I can't get over it. I keep repeating myself, but you got 13, 14 road wins. Right. How can that be? How can the Rockies be seven, eight games above 500 at home and right. can't score a run on the road? So, they, they just can't score. So the 27 Yankees they, at home. They, they, and and they, yeah. can't, they can't get a hit at, can't on the score. road. Can't score. I know. Last and at, every at home, they're blowing everyone out. I know. Can you yeah. blame Can you blame uh, you know public bettors and maybe even beyond that for betting parlays right we now? We got crushed yesterday. Oh, All, yeah. Parlays. Yeah. All parlays. All parlays. Five they're covering the run line, got, too. Five covering teams, the run line. Five teamers, six teamers, and seven teamers all hit here yep. in baseball yesterday. Well, it's not 76% last year. You talked days. about, what was it, 50, 55 and 17 going into to Monday and then yep. again 12 and Keep 2 up. yesterday? Yep. Let me yep. ask you this. Has, has there been a, you guys get a lot of sharp money here. Has there been a buy point for some of these huge dogs? Like, what, what, did you see, like, were the Giants so big at some point last night that Sharps were saying, I got to take the Diamondbacks? Yeah, you get some of it, but not enough to overcome when the four and five team parlays hit. Yeah. Because guys aren't sure. just betting $10 on those. At this point, you know, you're getting nickels and dimes on them. We had, we had one three-teamer, 20000 I mean, you know, people are going to lay the lumber. Thank God that the White Sox lost the last couple of days. It could have really been a bloodbath there. Yeah, True. that's right. That's right. Yeah, 12-2, mm-hmm. and two, I mean, a lot. Uh, where are you at with the Blue Jays? Because you were high on Robbie Ray a year ago. I have a futures ticket on him. You do? Here's what I didn't anticipate, that the Yankees would play just as well as they did. I know. I, th- yep. that now they have to overcome the Yankees, yeah. too. It might be too much. Yeah. Why didn't they make all these moves at the beginning of the year, yeah. this team? This is a good team. 
I love the starting pitching staff. I love it. They have depth, and Manoa pitched great again last yep, he night. Did. He did. And we talk about Manoa. I mean, they're they're to the point where if they do make it, I don't I don't think Stripling even has a spot there, right? I mean, you got Ryu, you got Ray. Manoa's pitching really well now. Matt Matt's didn't deserve that fate. I mean, Guerrero dropped that pop up. They probably should have swept the doubleheader in Anaheim. Yep. By by the way, Guerrero is cold right now. Look at his box scores, uh, his stats over the last like week, and it doesn't matter. They're still scoring like eight, nine, ten runs a game. Let me ask you this: Do you think Otani should really be a five dollar favorite for the- five? Yeah, it's oh, one yeah. to ten. Is he really? And not? what Bat Rivers? He's one to ten. Hey, tell absolutely. Him what what Baskerson says? Baskerson says he could retire today, and still win the award. <laughs> really? Yes. What? It's Even over. If- it's over. Come on. You don't think it's come on? One to ten. I don't know. You got a if, he only, if he only pitches the rest of the year and he doesn't and he doesn't hit. You think? You think that? He, that yeah, oh yeah, it's it's over. If he doesn't get hurt, it's over. Because mm. Mike, you got to remember because of the narrative, the the, 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 the this narrative six, that is built up he's all six year. Six and one, and he leads the league in home runs. I mean, what the voters? What you, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't throw a strike at Yankee Stadium. Well, no, right, that, was that, that was a bad. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 and they won the game. Get out of here! Watch the game. that one. All right, here we go. Uh, this is your baby. I can't wait. This is going to be every week now for the football season every yeah, and Thursday? Then once the NFL, All right. And then once the NFL kicks off uh, on the 12th, then we'll go to five again because there'll, there'll be too many things oh, to pick no from. No kidding. Well, maybe even when college football starts in earnest that week before on, on the 4th. You got your so. work cut out for you, though. No more Anthony Lynn as a head coach. Well, but he's, he's in Detroit. He's, he's, he's in Detroit. He's, he's, in, he's in Detroit. My friend, my friend sent me a Facebook message I went to high school with he, about, about Dan Campbell, and he goes, this guy might be the white version of Anthony Lynn. I said, Anthony Lenz is offensive coordinator. He didn't even know that. He goes, really? I go, yeah. yeah. Think about that combination. What, what a great combo that is. Oh, so here we go. The biggest gaps in sports right. going back. Uh, no hyperbole. All right. Go let's ahead. start out with number three. The polls are closed. The 2020 Summer Olympics, which just ended in August of 2021 <laughs> in Tokyo, were certainly rife with blunders and gaps. From many of the top officials and organizers being forced to re- resign for a myriad of reasons, to the steer on the British men's cockless fours rowing team for getting to steer, to the restart of the men's triathlon when an inflatable boat in the harbor blocked a wave of swimmers, to the Dutch cyclist who thought that she had won gold only to find out she had won silver because there was somebody so far ahead of her and she didn't even know that she she hadn't won the race. But no gaffe was more appalling than that of the Polish Swimming Federation. They flew 23 young male and female swimmers 5,345 miles from Warsaw to Tokyo. However, FINA, the International Swimming Federation, only allows the country to bring 17 swimmers to the Olympics. So six of the swimmers had to get right back on a plane oh, no. for that 11 and a half hour oh, no. return flight home. They didn't know. They didn't know you could only bring seven. They didn't know you could only bring seventeen. One of the six, Matus Chowanak, and I'm sure I'm getting these names wrong, said, "I'm deeply shocked by what happened. This is an absurd situation for me. In fact, I hope to wake up from this nightmare eventually." Alicia Soares, who competed in the 2012 and 2016 Summer Olympics, was also sent home. She filmed on Facebook. Imagine dedicating five years of your life and striving for another shot at the most important sporting event, giving up your private life and work, sacrificing your family, and your dedication results in a total flop. Unfathomable. Oh. Yeah. The president of the Polish Swimming Federation said, I understand the rest. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Let's go to number two. The wailing and gnashing of teeth. The Hartford Whalers played in the World Hockey Association from 1972 to 1979 when the league merged and they joined the NHL. In 1997, the franchise moved to Carolina and became the Hurricanes, winning a Stanley Cup in 2006. This past season, the Hurricanes won the toughest division in hockey, the Central Division, and had amassed 80 points. You could argue they had the best regular season of any teams as the Avalanche and the Knights beat up on a weak Pacific Division. They were eliminated in the second round of the playoffs by two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. However, this offseason, the moves by, made by the organization and GM Dan Waddle have left many people scratching their heads. Let's start with the goaltending situation. Last year, they featured rookie Alex Nedeljkovic and Peter Mrazek. Nedeljkovic went 15-5-3 with a 1.90 goals against average, number one in the NHL. Mrazek was injured for two months, came back, went 6-2-3 with a 2.06. If he had played enough games, he would have been the fifth best goals against average. 
They start out by trading Nedeljkovic to the Red Wings for a third-round draft pick, citing they didn't want him to get into a contract negotiation with him. He signed a two-year deal with the Red Wings for $6 million. They couldn't have paid him $6 million for two years, a promising young goalie. And then they trade Mrazic straight up for Freddie Anderson. Yeah. Freddie Anderson, who hasn't been able to stop a beach ball in Anaheim yeah. or in Toronto. So they went from having the goalies with the best and fifth best goals against average to now having Freddie Anderson, who was 43rd in goals against average, wow. and Antti Ranta, who was 62nd. And then there's Dougie Hamilton. They made him a low ball offer. They had no intention to re-sign him. He goes to New Jersey. I mean, New Jersey's raving about this guy. What a great defenseman, offensive defenseman. Lindy Ruff says he gives you points, he runs a power play, and he's a high-character guy. But not to worry, because the Hurricanes went out and got Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo on his fourth team in seven years. He's been suspended for racist, homophobic, and sexist uh, language towards teammates. He's been suspended for physically abusing officials. He's been benched for immature behavior. And he got his unconditional waivers from the Rangers just back in July after he had a fight with his own goaltender, <laughs> Georgia. So you go from bringing a high-character guy oh. uh, like Dougie Hamilton on your team and letting him go to bringing a guy, arguably one of the lowest-character guys uh, in the league, into your locker room. The United States whaling industry deployed 638 ships in 1850. By 1900, it had only 51 vessels. Could we see just as rapid a decline from the Carolina Hurricane, <laughs> the former Hartford Whaler? I like it. Good tie-in. And then Smart. number one, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, is Lamar for real? Baltimore Ravens quarterback and former league MVP Lamar Jackson got COVID again. He missed the Ravens' Week 12 game against the Steelers last season because he tested positive, a game they lost 19-14. to NFL policy allows vaccinated players that test positive <clears throat> and remain asymptomatic to return after testing negative twice in a 24-hour span. Unvaccinated players are forced to quarantine for 10 days and then test negative before they are able to return. Let's listen to Lamar describe his reaction when he found out he was positive for COVID a second time. <laughs> Again? Like, it was crazy. You know, I was I was heartbroken because I wasn't looking forward to that at all. You know, right before camp, it was like, not again. Like, not right now, you know. But it's over with. So having contracted it twice, you would think that Lamar would now be willing to get vaccinated, especially with the NFL's punitive rules against players that are non-vaccinated. Oh, not so fast, my friend. Here's what Jackson said. I got to talk to my team about this and see how they feel about it. By the way, 90% of the Ravens are vaccinated. Mm. Keep learning as much as I can about it, and we'll go from there. Well, I hope yeah. there's some information out there about this, <laughs> this dreaded ailment that Lamar can, can read up on. Here's the point. For better, how do you bet this team? How I do know. you bet a win total? How do you bet him to win the division or even make the playoffs when there's a possibility he, he could miss one or two games again if he gets it? I, I, I don't get it. Caveat emptor here. Buyers beware on this team. Paulie's saying the same thing about the Vikings. Yeah, we're bubble boys. Cousins. Yeah. Cousins. yeah. 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 Right? I'll do whatever it takes. I'll put plexiglass, plexiglass around. all around me. Okay, Kirk. Going okay. to be good to go. Great job. Thank you. Yeah, excellent as always. Good. Uh, up next, are we really going to have an overlay with the Survivor Contest out here at Circa? Mike will address it coming up next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. The VSIN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions. Heisman hopefuls and playoff teams plus power ratings for every team. Now is a, uh, also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So, year three now of uh, the contest here at Circus Sports, Circa Million Three, the Circus Survivor, and uh, this year you guys really amped it up quite a bit. Huh. The, the guaranteed payout, right? And Circa Million Three is well, $4 million. Four million. The survivor is six million. Ten million. Thousand bucks an entry. Yeah. You can get six survivors per person, right? You can get mm-hmm. three circa million three. Mm-hmm. You're sitting at nine fifty two this morning in, in the three. Seven twenty one in survivor. I'll give you the updated number because okay. we had signups yesterday. Okay. And we had sixty five or sixty six Monday and sixty five yesterday, but nine ninety two, so we're almost at a thousand. Okay. In the circuit million three, seven forty six in the survivor. The trend is is disturbing. Every single week there's been more circa million three than Survivor. Remember, we don't just have to get 10,000 entries. we got to do it in a certain order. We need 6,000 in the Survivor, his baby, as as Matt Humans re- reported. Uh-huh. You know, it's his baby. So that's why he made it, Derek made it 6,000. So from now on out, we have to do 170 Survivor entries a day to get to 6,000. Oh, think the, think about it that way. That's the math on it. 170 a day, including mm-hmm. the Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Oh. And now, obviously, this weekend... It's contest weekend number two, and we have an all-star lineup. Paul, I know you're not 
you're not able to attend after after 12 weeks as a shut-in. You don't really want to talk to people. But yeah, you know, we got Mitch Moss and Matty Humans here for the Bar Canada six to eight on Friday night, and then the, they'll be out at Stadium Swim on Saturday as well uh, for the people that bought a full house from 10 to three. So we'll have some fun. Beautiful. Yeah. It's Thanks young. for the shot on the front end. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a hermit before. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's a little subdued 10. now. So. Um, Seven forty-six as of right now. You need one a buck seventy a day, otherwise Man, you can have an overlay. Happen. I was oh, talking to Matt God. Metcalf about it, and he's going to be a guest on the Nuts tomorrow. I'm having an all circus sports show. It'll be Matt Metcalf, Jeff Benson, and Jeff Davis is going to join the program tomorrow. But he made a good point. There's just not as many people out there in general that know about Survivor, have played a Survivor before, as there is about these traditional five games against the spread contest. Mm-hmm. There's not as big a mark. You you have to educate, and maybe this leap of going from a one million guarantee to a six was just too much. Maybe it would take a few years to get there. I agree that it will be bigger eventually, but maybe maybe it's just what, not this year. Well, I, I think I agree with everything you said last year. That la- well, the last few months rather. That last year was a fluke. I just I just don't. You had, you had the Jets angle. You had the the uh, Jacksonville angle. Two teams to fade. That, that was it. It's yeah. big to have yeah. two instead of one. Yeah. I mean. Um, is it a fair question to ask if Derek complicated his baby too much? Well, he did. It's not a question. It's, it should be a statement. Is that the feedback that you're getting, too, from people? Yeah, from, from some, especially more the people we talk to that do this for a living um, or are, are, are more than casual about it. The, uh, you know, the second set of three games, the Christmas, right? And Derek says, well, if you love Thanksgiving, how can you not love Christmas? Well, the, you know, it, the holidays are a little bit different than a contest. And then this thing about picking one of the two Super Bowl teams, I mean, it's really irrelevant. I mean, it's a million-dollar bonus in a $6 million pool. You shouldn't focus on that. But I think people okay. think that there's now too much of a luck factor because of those two changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could be. and it, Or it could be that it just, was just too aggressive of a number to begin with. Well, you're definitely trending in the right way to have no overlay Right, in the circa million three? Well, I think we'll be fine. Uh, but mean, look at if it continues to pace this way, what are we going to have to do? 13,000? We're going to have to do 7 million in the circa million and 6 million in Survivor? I don't know if it'll pass it, but it'll be interesting the last week or so. I mean, if we're sitting at 3,000 entries or 3,500 or 2,500, will the market allow an overlay? Yeah. Right. Are people going to come in here with, with groups mm-hmm. and, and buy a ton of entries? It's, it's possible. It is. Yeah, I would think so, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, last year shocked a lot of people. That was crazy. I was always set that it was, you know, it was going to be two thousand instead of three thousand, and then it just, uh-huh. yeah. you know, we get thirty three hundred. It was incredible. Sure, I would say though about the fluke thing, you never know because the Texans uh, they might be as well, bad as Jacksonville last year. You know, I mean, what if the Lions win two games this season? You think the Lions are that bad? Well, I mean, maybe it's the Eagles. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's the Texans and another team where just Tough every to play week. against the Eagles in that division, though, too, because you don't you don't know about that division. I, I don't know. It's it could be. I tell you, I'm all I'm all based on the incredulity of some of the morning hosts that he did it on a plane flight, did it during the breaks of one of the shows. Now he didn't know about the Christmas rule. Oh boy! But he went against the Texans eleven times, assuming that no, makes sense. Assuming no Deshaun, he just kept picking against them. How about if Dak is banged up again? Right, another MRI coming on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, they'll be better than the or even without that. I want to ask how uh, Mike Palm recharges the batteries, mm. right? You're yeah. a busy guy. You do a lot of things. It's important for sports betters to recharge as well. What's his advice? We'll ask him coming up. Time for our in-pocket plays on Follow the Money. Uh, a couple of baseball bets to get into. I, this Cardinals number against Brubaker and the Pirates, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It seems yeah. way low to me. $1.26 right now at Circa. I'm on the Cardinals. Uh, I also like the over in the White Sox game. That's not on the page right now, but I bet that last hit at over 9. And uh, this is also not on the page, but I like the Patriots. Cam Newton's going to play. Matt uh, Jones is going to play tonight. I kind of like the maybe first half for the game. I'll get involved as well, but I like the Patriots in that game. I'll take the Bra- I'll lean the Braves tonight. Dollar thirty-five at Bet Rivers. Here they come, right? Won seven of eight, and the loss was the bullpen that they blew in the game Saturday. So here they. I mean, this this is something going to win the division. 
to what's happened with the Mets and their free fall. Yep. And uh, so that's what I'll, I'll leave with the break. And this is this is something. I mean, twelve and two again last night. Seventy six percent the last eight day favorites. The other thing, Mike, too. Other than Seattle, they're co- they're covering the run lines. This oh, favorites, favorites, favorites in MLB. They had an underrated trade deadline. They went out and they got three outfielders. They got the ball. They got Soler. But the, and then they mm-hmm. got Rodriguez, who gave him a scoreless, a scoreless top of the tenth yesterday. Um, but the thing they did is they sent a message to their team, right? That even without Acuna, we're going to make a push for this. So I, I think that was good. I have two plays in baseball today. I said I was at this game in San Diego Saturday night. Widener against Darvish, six-two was the final. Darvish went seven. The game wasn't that close. The, the Padres left so many runners on base, hitting the double plays, pop-ups with runners on first and third and one out. I'm going to play the run line 135 tonight, and then. How can you not play this game in San Francisco under? The Rockies don't score, and they got Marquez oh. on the mound. First four under four, Webb Marquez. I like that. That's a good play. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. BetRivers.com, great menu, and we love the daily house specials. Get up there by noon Eastern. So we, we discussed this earlier. I mean, you get a lot of celebrities that come in. The D, Barry's so good. Barry's unbelievable. So is the D. You... You ever see people coming up asking for autographs? Now it's pictures now. Self-picture, whatever. Always pictures. At, while they're at the table? Well, I mean, it, it, people want a picture. They don't want an autograph. The autograph is, I think, That's it's gone. antiquated. It's a thing oh, sure. in the past, so, right? But everybody wants a picture with people. They'll wait. They'll, you know, but, but if, if it's a big celebrity, you'll have people around to know to keep people away from them at certain times. Huh? But if they're at the bar, they're at the, people are going to come up. They're going to walk up to them. And, and I mean... Or Derek, he must he must have a hundred people on Friday and Saturday come up and want to take. I'm a sure he has to ice his hand, you know, on busy weekends. His right hand because he shakes so many hands that he hurts his hand. Is that right? It's incredible. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite Tonight Show moments was when Sinatra was on with Rickles yeah. and told the story about yes. the story about how he's seated in a restaurant in, in New York and Don comes up to him and says, "Hey Frank, I'm with the girl I'm trying to make out with this girl. Could you, when, when you're done with the coffee, now, could you come over and say hi?" So he finishes up, pays the bill, goes over, says, "Hey Don," he says, "Frank, can't you see we're eating here?" Yes, that's <laughs> great. That's a great story. It's in my jaw. Yeah, I fell for the whole bit. Frank, what are you doing, are you doing here? Leave me alone. <laughs> You're a busy guy. That's great. Right? You help run three different joints downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you got a, an hour show here on VEASAN mm-hmm. every single day. You love to fire on sports. What do you do to, like, football season's around the corner. Then you're just going to be completely buried in everything. How do you, how do you like, you know, yeah. get a break, do whatever to relax? Well, first of all, let me say I'm not a big vacation guy. And, and I mean this with a great sense of humility, but who would want to take a vacation from my life? I, I love my everyday life. But you, you do have to get away. I asked you two years ago. You wouldn't change places with anyone. I was thinking about this last <laughs> night. I was saying, if I could have been a major league umpire, I think maybe that would be the only job I would have, I would have traded places with what I do now. I just think that would be such a Because you loved it so much. A thrilling life. to be. A, to be right. I loved officiating and to be around baseball players and watch top-level baseball every day and, and, and work five months a year. I think that would just that would be great. But, uh, yeah, we... I like to get away short trips. I don't want to fly now, drive. We went to San Diego this weekend. I love it. I've made a trip to San Diego, I think, every year since I've lived in Las Vegas, which has been 2005, sometimes multiple times. Love Petco. I didn't even get to Del Mar. We went Thursday uh, with the kids. We went Thursday. We went to Midway. And then we went to the beach Friday, 10 hours at SeaWorld. Saturday, wow. San Diego Zoo Safari Park for eight hours, and then Petco. Uh, and thanks to the Padres, we sat in the, in the corporate sponsor suite there. I mean, what a great experience. He joined us there. And then Little Beach on Sunday and back home. I mean, what it's a great what spot. A terrific, the, the weather. I mean, Mitch, oh. it's 75 in the day and 69 at night. Come on. Ridiculous. Come on. So good. Ridiculous. And, just, and the cloud cover in the morning, you just want to sit out there by the beach? Yeah. Well, I, I can't wait for your appearances. I mean, sorry, Mitch, but this is, the football's here. But once the season gets going and your recaps about the contest, the people who fail to get the entries <laughs> oh, in. God, everything, the, yeah. I mean, I can't those, wait those, for that. Those stories are worth the whole thing. Oh, they guarantee all the money just for those the stories. $1,000 donation or the guy who makes it till December. And I overslept. It was happening last put, year. Uh, the email, all the emails are the best. Yep. Can you help me out? They all emailed can you, can Jeff Benson. What can you do for me? What can you do for me? Can you believe this? You're, you're an old school kind oh. of. You have an old soul, right, Mike? Okay. I, I do. What? So do you watch TV shows? Or and I bring this up because we talked about this earlier. The 40th anniversary of MTV was last week. They pointed this out. Yeah. This was MTV's schedule on Twitter. 24 hours of ridiculousness was their pro. Can you? And I'm guessing that you actually 
liked it when you were growing up many it, years ago. But when's the, last, when's the last time you had a hankering to go turn on MTV? It, no, I didn't even know it was still. I didn't even know it was still a thing. I yeah. didn't know in the last 15, 20 years it was still going. Maybe they're just big fans of irony. And, and they play 24 hours of ridiculousness as ridiculousness. How could you not, how could you not do a top 200? And pe- people would tune in to see that. How could you not have Yo MTV Raps, mm-hmm. Fab Five Freddy? How about yep. that game show they had, Remote Control with oh, Ken, Ken Ober, Ober and, and the Absolutely. great Kari Wurr? Yep. I mean, that, that was a terrific. You watched it every day when you got home from school. I mean, you watched it after dinner. I loved MTV growing up. And now uh, I, 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 I had, you had to tell me it existed. I don't even know where it is. I'm on the when I turn that TV. I don't yeah. even know where to find it. Yeah, I remember the videos. I mean, watching as a kid. And was... I was a big Belinda Carlisle fan. <laughs> Belinda Carlisle, oh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. What Belinda a beautiful, Carlisle. What a beautiful. I can woman. see that. Oh, you can't see that. I thought I she was I a see that. I, There were different phases. <laughs> During my life, there's been I, I've had different opinions on who was the most beautiful woman in the world, right? And yeah. at one time, I thought it was Belinda Carlisle. I did, and then at one time, Scar- Scarlett Johansson. At one time, right Scarlett Johansson. You know, it went different. It's different as you. Oh, everything changes. Yeah, yeah, it changes. Right. Yeah. Her sealed. Is, is that her? I, I yeah. can't. Circle in the sand. Circle. Well, she was part of the Go Go's, right? And then she went. And then she okay. went solo. Yeah. Yeah. Heaven is a place on earth. Belinda Carlisle. So, I mean, I was yeah. twelve through fifteen. Oh, yeah, was I remember? Me. I remember the video. I mean, the videos were huge. Yeah. I mean, the, the the star we had, I said earlier, hot for teacher, home sweet home, mm-hmm. Motley Crue. I mean, they turned so many bands and artists into Waterfalls stars. was the video oh, of the nineties. Oh, yeah, I remember that they did a top hundred of the nineties. Waterfalls. So Waterfalls has to be, you know, top top five all top time. Five. I would think. Remember F- Gary Gray? What a video! California Girls. I do. Okay. Was that early eighties? David, David Lee Roth. Yes. That that had to. Yeah, that must have been video. the same time as MTV when it started. Yeah, huge. Roth I'm like seven one. years old. I'm like, what's on TV? Yes. What am I looking at right now? <laughs> sure. It's unbelievable. Bikinis, yes. All right. You're the man. It's going to be every Thursday Thank moving you. forward. And by the way, the nuts comes up today at uh, two o'clock Eastern, eleven Pacific. Uh, Josh Towers. Very good. Uh, cool. All right. B plus. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening. All right, top horse place from Express Bet editor in chief Jeremy Plonk. Seven, the key number here. All sevens. Saratoga, race seven. He likes the seven. Malibu Luna, nine to two. Delmar, race seven. He likes the seven, half right. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse betting app of Beeson. And to Mark's Saratoga Summer Meet, First Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign-up and earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered, up to 1000 The bonus code is Vegas1000. Beeson.com slash horses for details. Promo code Vegas1000. You also get the daily Saratoga picks from Ed Seahorn. There you go there. The other thing, too, the, 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 in MTV, downtown Julie Brown, the, the DJs, VJs, whatever you want to call them, but Martha Quinn, huge. Kennedy, yeah. going all the way back. Um, they were huge. Absolutely, they were. Billy Idol, another guy. that became popular because of, well, of MTV. MTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Charchian joins the program now. GuillotineLeagues.com is the website. He'll tell you about that coming up in a minute. I'm guessing... That Charge was a huge MTV uh, fan back in the day. Would that be accurate, Charge? That was uh, that was accurate. Absolutely. Music videos at the time was yeah, it, it, it was a total game changer. I mean, yeah. all you had was whatever was on FM or AM, and hopefully there was two channels that played music you liked in your area. <laughs> and for most of us, we wanted rock and you know pop, and you know, and MTV gave us a way to watch our and see our favorite. You know, our, our our favorite artists. And before, you know, if you wanted to see them, you could hold up the vinyl cover. I mean, they just, you know, you just had nothing like that before. So, yeah. And then, you know, the, 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 the artists who took the time to make great videos got paid on that. And they achieved a level of stardom, I think, that they never, never otherwise would have back then. Um, think of videos like Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel that were on, like, Constantly, we didn't, I didn't know what Peter Gabriel was, and then yep. you know because he made an awesome video, it got into heavy rotation. And you know Peter Gabriel, who actually you know had a fine career of Genesis before that, but right. I didn't know that. I mean, you know, turned into a superstar. Yeah, cool. yeah, absolutely. Worst thing, worst thing. You're talking about remote control uh, last yeah. segment. Yep. Yeah. You know the 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 show that they had. Worst thing about remote control, and it's not even close. <laughs> That's the show that launched Adam Sandler. He was a semi-regular, and that was the show that put him on the air first. Had that not happened, we wouldn't have the Adam Sandler movies that now we've 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 been forced on us for 20 years. That's I'll never forgive MTV for that. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, let's go back to a season ago. I know probably around this time you were telling everybody, look, Jonu Smith is a freak athlete. He's going to be a sleeper this year in fantasy leagues. He's going to put up an awesome season, and he was you know, balling in the first, what was it, four or five weeks of the season before he went down to an injury. So what are you what are you thinking this year with him? The Patriots are playing tonight, of course. 
Um, I know they brought in Hunter Henry uh, as well, but he has an injury history. In fact, he's already banged up. Are you, do you have as strong of, of an opinion on Jonu Smith this year as you did last year? Not as strong, but I still like him. Okay. And, you know, as you mentioned, a reminder, last year, through five healthy games at the start of the season, he was the highest scoring fantasy tight end. So he was, you know, he was tight end one. He had five touchdowns at the end of five weeks, and he had an ankle injury. He mostly played on it, but they used him primarily to block, and it just wasn't the same for him. And there are a lot of bitter fantasy players who had enjoyed John o. Smith for a while, and then you couldn't. Fast forward to this year. And by the way, when, a Belichick on John o. Smith when he was a Titan said this. He's probably the best in the league after the catch. So it's no surprise that Belichick signed him to a $50 million contract. Now, this this preseason, Josh McDaniels is lining him up all over the field, including running back, something the Titans had done a couple of times as well. They had run Janu Smith up from, from the backfield as a running back, and that could happen again here. It's a, um, he is, Janu Smith is the best receiver on the Patriots period and he's the best player with the ball at, with with the ball in his hand on this offense it's it the upside for John o. Smith is real and I know Hunter Henry's there but Hunter Henry's constantly hurt he's Always. already hurt he's hurt right now and multiple beat writers are saying when Hunter Henry was actually practicing that John o. Smith was soundly crushing Henry anyway so it's not I don't even think it's a one two this is like a, it's like a it's 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 John o. Smith is the focal point for much of this passing offense, and certainly at the tight end position, Hunter Henry's just going to be chipping in stuff, and I, I, I'm not phased by that. I got Janu Smith right now as tight end nine okay. on my All on right. my rankings. All right, Mr. Hall of Famer. I read a couple articles saying, "Look, guys, Michael Thomas is going way too high in these mocks, these fan, excuse me, these fantasy drafts. What do we do with Thomas now in this this interesting situation in New Orleans?" Yeah, so his ADP prior to us knowing about the injury, ADP's average draft position prior to us knowing about the injury. Average draft position was round two. Now it's round six. That's too high. So, you know, he's got this ankle injury that had a four-month window. That puts him coming back in October. But here's the thing. Ankle injuries on receivers are really bad. This is this is the this is the spot where you just you can't have an injury. Everything about the receiver position outside of catching the ball involves the ankle. Hopefully, catching the ball does not involve the ankle. His return, let's say he does return in October. So, okay, does it return at 100 percent he was already a slower receiver. What if that ankle injury is, has sapped a little bit of his speed? Can he get separation? What if there's a setback? Who, who's even throwing him the ball in October? I'm, I'm just, don't take, let's just not take Michael Thomas. Okay. Other people out there get to like round five, round six, like it's Michael Thomas. I'm going to wait for him. He comes back in October, half your fantasy season's over. Forget it. We're out. Total stay away from me mm-hmm. as well. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, Paul Charchian, our guest, guillotineleagues.com. I don't know how you want to, phrase this or call it but would it be like a double pivot would it be a 180 that turned into a 360 with the colts because if you go back like a week right it's like uh oh jonathan taylor now what no Wentz, nelson's gonna be out and then the news yesterday it looks like both those guys could be ready by week one so where did you think taylor was dropping a week ago and now where is he going today so Taylor had dropped from the end of the first round to the end of the second round. So he had about a one-round drop on the news that his best offensive lineman and his quarterback looked like they were not going to play for a while. Then yesterday, Chris Morrison reports that he they both could be back for the start of the season. But we're only one week past their surgery. Do we really even know that yet? I mean, it's nice that they're trending the right way. I think there's still reasons for caution here. First, the Colts have the hardest schedule for the through the first five weeks of any team. Yep. Seattle, the Rams, the Titans, Miami, and the Ravens, they're all eight wins or better last season. That is a tough, tough way to start the season. I don't like being in a hole that early. And then let's remember, Frank Reich has a multi-year career of having timeshares in the backfield, and the only time he hasn't was December of last year when he needed to win every single game and decided, why not? I've got this fresh rookie who I've barely used. I'm going to run him a bunch at the end of the year. I still think people are un- are assuming that Jonathan Taylor will be a workhorse back when Frank Reich's history suggests otherwise. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, spot on with that. Who's your biggest sleeper in fantasy football this year? I'm going to give you a guy. I'm going to describe him, and then I'm going to tell you where he's going in drafts, and you can help me figure out why the mismatch is here. This running back, mystery running back, was ranked number five among all running backs by Pro Football Focus. 27 spots ahead of the guy who's ahead of him as the team's number one runner. 
In his three seasons, this mystery running back has averaged over five yards per carry in every year. His team just re-signed him to a multi-year extension and released his main competition for carries. He got double-digit carries last year from inside the five-yard line and is a bona fide touchdown scorer. And his team ranks runs constantly, ranking number one in run percentage last year, number one in run percentage the year before that, and number three the year before that. Last year, he finished as running back 27. Now he's going off the board as running back 43 for no reason. The guy I'm talking about, Gus Edwards, the co-starter on the depth chart for Baltimore. They love to run the ball. J.K. Dobbins is a good back, but so is Gus Edwards. They kicked uh, they kicked Mike, uh, um, Mark Ingram to the curb. He's going to get a ton of carries. They're going to split those carries almost evenly. And you can get okay. Gus Edwards in round 10 of your fantasy draft. Beautiful. Love it. Where are you at with Trey Lance? And also quickly, how concerned are you with Dak? And I know you were high on Lamb. And what is with Dak now getting the MRI? Yeah, um, I'm a little, I am a little concerned there. We got a month to go, so I'm not in panic mode yet. If you're watching Hard Knocks, they're just casually not mentioning the one-handed diving, twisting corner of the end zone catches that CeeDee Lamb is making. Yes, right. You know, they show the catch, and they just go to something else. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you, Jim? That was amazing. CeeDee Lamb is fantastic. Trey Lance, a month ago on VEASAN, I made my case for Trey Lance's Offensive Rookie of the Year, and I love him. He's got the league's best offensive coach to help him. He's got the league's wobbliest starting quarterback ahead of him. One of the Niners beat writers has logged all of Garoppolo's and Lance's throws through camp. Garoppolo, it's not terrible, but it's not good. 62% completion rate, six touchdowns, six interceptions. Listen to Trey Lance. 70% completion rate, 10 touchdown passes, two rushing touchdowns, and only two interceptions in camp. It's looking like the best quarterback in camp is Trey Lance. And from a pure fantasy standpoint, you add Lance's rushing to his big arm and the throwing capabilities that he's got with those three great receiving options. And he's got league winning upside. He's going off the board in round 12. Garoppolo is going off the board in round 18. Draft both. They cost you almost nothing that late in your draft. Mm -hmm. And you can start Garoppolo with three good quarter, three good receivers. And then when he flames out, go to Trey Lance and you might go win your league. Great uh, breakdown, as always. Uh, the website is guillotineleagues.com. This is your time of year. Sign-ups and you know, fantasy drafts are going on ad nauseum, as they should be. Go ahead, tell us how, uh, all about the website, Charge. Uh, Guillotine Leagues is the new way to play where 18 teams start the season. There's no head-to-head. -head, and at the end of every week, the low-scoring team that week gets cut. All their players go to the waiver wire where it's pandemonium because you're drafting on a team's entire roster that just hit the waiver wire, and it gets better every single week. All you have to do is not finish last. The last team standing wins the whole thing. That is the Guillotine League at guillotineleagues.com. My advice would be to join at least two leagues just in case you do have the lowest-scoring team in week one and you bow out. That's the way I would play it. At least two. I'm going to be in as many as possible this year. You're the best. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Talk to you in a week. Bye-bye. Yep. I'm in a draft right now, actually. It's a two-hour draft. So two hours between picks. Not a big fan of those, but, you know, you can set it up however you want. I'm going to do a ton of guillotine leagues this year. All right. Yeah. Loaded tomorrow. Right. How many how many football games tomorrow Ready. or Saturday? Ready to go. Goodness. We'll see you then. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.